So there. So there. So there. So there. Let me know your thoughts. So there. So there. So there. Let me know your thoughts. Why do you keep saying let us know your thoughts? Let me know your thoughts to me is a nice lead-in for So There. So There. Welcome to episode 30 of So So There. There. I'm... Gary Doyle. And I'm Tom Karamitis. And we are coming at you on a nice Sunday afternoon. So Gary Doyle's outside on his screen porch. So if you hear the sounds of Lake Bluff outside, that would be why. The bucolic sounds of Lake Bluff. There no no um what are those? What are those machines called that that they uh, s- socket wrenches or the things that they take tires off your car with? What are those things called? Yeah, socket wrenches. You should know. You created a sound effect of one for an animatic for a Terry Labonte Kellogg's commercial years and years ago. <laughs> I was really just alluding to the fact that in your neighborhood, it's it's chirping birds. Very well-heeled birds, I'd add. And in my neighborhood, it tends to be socket wrenches from people's front yards. Yeah, we we don't, I don't we don't have socket wrenches here. We we have birds, and you're right. We don't just have any birds. We don't allow pedestrian birds like crows or pigeons. We allow pretty birds like cardinals and orioles and goldfinches. So, it's a kind of a sophisticated filtering device we have here in in uh, Lake Bluff, but. Uh, you know, in terms of socket wrenches, well, let's just say we hire people to do the socket wrenching. That's nice. That's All right. good. All right. You know, uh, I don't know about you. I'm a little, I'm a little concerned. I, I visited the So There Analytics. I went down to the So There um, Research Department down the hall. Right. And I pulled up our latest uh, viewership analytics, and it was a little bit, shall we say, concerning. Huh. And what did the analytics department say might be the root of that? Well, um, it started around the beginning of March when our, our basically our, our viewership is about a third of what it normally is. So we've lost two thirds of our listeners. And, you know, I, I have some theories. One of them is, is perhaps people listen to our pod as part of their commute. And now they're not really commuting course that theory may just be whistling in the graveyard there may be more fundamental significant issues at work right like like people like the tedium of our of our podcast finally dawning on people <laughs> exactly i'm <laughs> just surprised after the assurance we gave last week that 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 so there was a covid19 safe listening experience that we have the the safety of our listeners uh you know, uh, has the utmost consideration that that didn't have effect. I, th- I think people may still have feared listening to our podcast. I think people have turned on us a little bit, and I think it's also further evidenced by the fact that we've received like not a single piece of viewer mail in the last month or so. Interesting. Well, you know, I've got a little gambit uh, this week that I feel may. Uh, engender some mail. All right, all right. Yeah. Uh, a- a- any port in a storm, as Tom Karamitis likes to say. 
Everyone seems to have a logo right now. Is that right? Yes, Gary. As a matter of fact, everyone does seem to have a logo right now. Do you? I do. I, I, I have a logo, Tom, and, and uh, I have my own uh, Doyle family crest, actually. I just had it created. But, you know, the problem is, is I, I don't know where to put it. I had it flying out fly, uh, up on top of the giant flagpole in my front yard, but the neighbors are starting to complain. So, Well, perhaps at this time you should look into Midwest Promotional Group. Midwest Promotional Group? What is that, Tom? Well, Gary, uh, they are at the center of customization. You name it, and they will brand it. T-shirts? Check. Coffee mugs? Check. Customized AirPods? Check. Apparel, as you know, is the perfect complement to your brand, and Midwest Promotional Group gives you access to most any type for a very affordable price. You know, you're right, Tom. They, they say that branded merchandise helps build business relationships for any size business, big or small. Did you know they say that? Yes, I do, Gary. Be it client gifts, employee events, or trade show giveaways. But you know, the they you speak of aren't always right. All right, But in this case, they are right. With Midwest Promotional Group, you can access top retail brands such as Under Armour, North Face, Patagonia, Callaway, Yeti, Richardson, and more. So the next time you need some branded merchandise work done, Gary Doyle, check out shop.midwestgrp.com forward slash Tim. Hang on, I'm reading it again. Shop.midwestgrp.com dot com forward slash Tim. Tim Leahy is one of their experienced sales guys and always has been a good friend of the show. So check his site out. I know Tim. He's a good man and you'll like doing business with him. And your business will like doing business with Tim too if businesses were humans and they could actually like someone. So check his site out. He responds quickly and is ready to simplify your life by handling your next branded merchandise need. You know, I know Tim, too. You always like to point out that you know Tim. I know Tim as well. All right? Don't so head on over. Don't, don't, don't be defensive. <laughs> I'll rise above it. Head on over to shop.midwestgrp.com forward slash Tim. That's shop.midwestgrp.com forward slash Tim. My neighbors thank you because they are damn sick of this Doyle family crest. Well, Gary, as we sit here in our in our uh, sheltering in place boredom, um, I have a, a number of uh, kind of random things I thought I would ask about, and most of them have nothing to do with each other. I have two things that are kind of marketing related. Um, I can start with with those first. It's a little a little little teaser for you. I'm going to throw something at you and just see how you react to this. All right, so wrap wrap your head around this. You're familiar with the car brand Dodge, right? <laughs> All right. Yes. So think about this. Dodge plus money equals Acura. Okay. What Is you this think? your own uh, equation? I watch Acura commercials, and I'm not quite sure what the hell they're trying to do. I don't <laughs> know who they're trying to reach. I don't, it's a premium brand. But uh, it's just strange to me. I, I, I have such a kind of confused outlook on Acura. I, I kind of know most other brands and kind of where they want to be and who they're trying to appeal to. Acura is trying kind of for, I don't know, ultra hip. I, I'm not really sure. I agree with you, Tom. Acura is a brand that has never really defined its image 
uh, clearly, which is really important in the car business. It's important that you are something in the car business. You know, you're the ultimate driving machine, or or you're uh, the standard of the world, as Cadillac used to be, or uh, got to be something. And I think it's unclear as to what Acura is. But what does this have to do with Dodge? Well, Dodge, Dodge, you know, they they have a brand identity. I think they've really thoroughly embraced this bad boy thing. Um, and, uh, you know, they're kind of uh, rebels, you know. So I just, uh, it's, it's probably a fair, it, it may be a flawed equation, but it helped, uh, it helped for me to kind of sum up that I'm just, that, that I think Acura is trying to be something. It's a bit of a, a, a square peg in a round hole to me. Um, yeah, yeah, they don't know what they are. Yeah, I once, I once owned an Acura wagon, a wonderful car. Light, nimble, uh, you know, Japanese in the best sense of the Japanese car. Very precise and well made, and I really, really enjoyed that car. And you know what? What one of my favorite things about that car was, I bought it from a uh, a priest, and he had a sticker on the bottom left-hand corner of the car about that that he belonged to some uh, <laughs> fraternal uh, order of priests sticker? or something. No, it was on the sh- in the bottom left-hand corner of huh. the car, like where the VIN number is. But it was a cross, and it was very official looking. And I kept that on there. I thought I'd get me out of. You know, I think that's also. Uh, I, I th- boy, buying a car from a priest. That's you know, it was probably not. You know, it was probably driven carefully and uh, kept well, and didn't have too many any illicit uh, activities going on in the car. It's probably, it's the equivalent right. of the cream puff, probably. Oh, yeah, it was a great car. Uh, Acura Wagon. Yeah, Acura TSX Wagon. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I've got another uh, another marketing thing. Uh, do you want me to bounce off you, or do you want to... Uh yeah, is it COVID-related? No. Although I've marketing? seen it a lot during the, the, the COVID crisis. Uh, it, it is a bit of a flashback to when we were talking about... Uh, well, it, it combines two things we've talked about in the past. One is... Um, the uh, the idea of um, super parents that we we talked about a long time ago parents who kind of parent out loud in the grocery store you know they'll they'll be real big about oh, yeah. you know oh yeah exactly exactly parenting. look honey right right I want I want I, I want yes, everyone to know yes, that I'm mom watch me parent and it, so it's right. combining that with right. we had a podcast about some of the the um, prescription drug names I've seen a commercial which to me takes that super parenting thing to its most bionic steroidal level all right and that is the you might have seen these commercials for a migraine um, medication called emgality and it always depicts this mother and daughter playing these elaborate fantasy princess games and the mom is doing all kinds of kind of manic super parenting creating costumes and fake swords and dressing up the dog and they're chasing each other around the yard and these elaborate fantasy games and they collapse in a heap on the in, in the grass and the mom's laughing you know it's just it's just too much it's just uh, it's so over the top to me that I kind of thought that's that is the 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 ma watch me parent that is the the steroidal parent um, to the to, to the most ridiculous degree I can I can fathom. Have you seen these commercials? No, but I, but yeah, I'll tell you, it sounds like a uh, like Acura. It's a case of an advertiser not imparting the benefit 
of a product because actually um, one of my children takes Imgality. They have uh, migraines and uh, it's an effective product and it works well. So, uh, you know, the, the, the ad you described does not capture that benefit at all. Well, when we're done, you may want to go to YouTube and, and look up Imgality Princess commercial and you'll see what I mean. Imgality yes. Princess commercial. Yes. All right. All right. All right. All right. So there. All right. Tom, uh, does the Karamitis family, are they playing more board games these days? My mom and dad are doing puzzles. Uh, my yeah. wife, Kristen, is not really a board game enthusiast. We did a uh, kind of a, a Zoom game with our kids yesterday. Um, it was one of these games you have to come up with synonyms of words and fake definitions. And I, I never, I lost miserably, I, I think, in part because I never totally figured out what I was trying to do but do, do the Doyles right yeah yeah we, we we've you know we enjoy puzzles we're doing more puzzles and you know we play play some board games uh, banana play bananagrams um, but you know one one board game that we have in our cabinet is uh, table talk are you familiar no. with table talk oh all right Table talk is a it's a, it, it's not so much a game as it is a discussion starter. So it's a it's a lucite cube, and in that cube is about you know two hundred cards, and they've got questions on them, and people just talk about them. So it's not really a game; it's really more of a discussion, like something you do after dinner or whatever. It's gets people talking. All right, all right. So I thought we'd play table talk uh, here. Uh, and uh, and I would ask, I'd pull some questions oh out Lord. at random oh and ask you them. This is at random. All right. All right. And perhaps if you listeners want to weigh in on these, you're welcome to, because that's that's what table talk is: is you you talk and you have an opinion on something. I'm, All I'm right, you ready? ready? First randomly chosen question: Who would you like to have as a friend who is not a friend of yours right now? Uh, and this can be any. This can be a celebrity or a non-celebrity. Anybody. Boy, it's tough. I'm, I'm, I'm. My brain is ping-ponging from the worlds of sports to entertainment to music. Uh, uh, yeah. I guess I would say um, Barack Obama. Whoa. And I know Whoa. you know him, Whoa. right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I met Barack Obama, yes. Uh, you know, um, I would say a person I would like to be friends with is, is Tom Hanks. A lot of people a lot of people like Tom Hanks, and he's known to be a, a good man, but I, I heard today, I, I got sent this letter, uh, apparently a, recently a seven-year-old boy named Corona wrote to Tom Hanks because he loves Toy Story and was getting bullied at school for having the name Corona. Um, and so Tom Hanks writes this note back um, and says uh, Dear Friend Corona this is about two weeks ago your letter made my wife and I feel so wonderful thank you for being such a good friend friends make their friends feel good when they are down I saw you on TV even though I was back in the USA already and all healthy even though I was no longer sick getting your letter made me feel even better you know you are the only person I've ever known to have the name Corona. 
like the ring around the sun, a crown. I thought this typewriter would suit you. I had taken it to the Gold Coast, and now it is back with you. Ask a grown-up how it works, and use it to write me back. Thanks again, Tom. That's really very cool. Uh, I would also wonder, isn't Corona a brand of typewriters? It oh. used to be, right? Yeah. I wonder if isn't Smith it? Corona. Oh, I wonder if they sent him a Smith Corona. I'll bet it is. That's a great That's really point. cool, though. Yeah, he's he's uh, he would point. be on my short list too. Uh, just seems like a a really good guy, you know. Yeah, right. Okay, want another table talk? Sure. You no, go ahead. Too eager. All right. Accept your challenge. Right. Random, random, random. This isn't going to be like dirty, is it? No. Which All is right. most important, money, freedom, or love? Love. Oh wow, you answered that quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, I, yeah. Think, I think I would agree. I think I would agree. Um, I think I've read enough things from people who were, um, you know, uh, you know, getting to the very end of their lives, being sick or whatever. I, I read it actually in a biography fa- fairly recently, and it was a it was a celebrity. Uh, who basically said, you know, t- towards the end, the only thing really that meant anything to him was the the the, the people that he loved and uh, the relationships he had, and he would he wouldn't trade that for all of the material possessions and stuff he had he had acquired. Now, right. I just thought that was, you know, in the end, yeah, that's what we all kind of have in common, you know, as as human beings, and you know. Now, what would Gary Doyle choose out of that triumvirate? I would choose love. I would choose love. I'm not as I'm not as good a person as you, but I would I would I would agree with that. All right, I got one more for you. All right, before that, I just want to say one thing. I love you, Gary Doyle. By the way, the first listener to write in, to write in, that knows that song, to email us, gets a free year of listenership to So There. <laughs> and you should write in at so there at yahoo.com. Whoa. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Tom, I don't, I don't know if this episode is going to recover our lost viewers. Maybe... Maybe the poignance this episode has taken will recover some lost viewers. Well, I think planting Easter eggs at the end, like we did just there, is always intriguing because then you talk about it in the next episode and, you know. Right. Although I think the prize last time was more intriguing. You'd be a guest on So There, and that's where Jane from New Jersey, Uh. you know, cleaned up. Yeah. Should we offer that as as the prize instead of a free year of listenership? Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. The first person to write in with the name of the song that Tom and Gary played on Mouth Trumpet, that's what we call that instrument, Mouth Trumpet, gets to guest on the show. On the next or an upcoming, whatever's more convenient for you, episode of So There. 
this is something that's been on my mind for a while, and it has, uh, I'm, it's just a pure coincidence that during this kind of COVID period and lots of people dying, it, 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 it came to me. It has really nothing to do with COVID, but um, um, sometimes I, I, the relationships you have on Facebook, to me, that's, um, it's a level of friendship that probably barely moves the friendship needle. You know, these are people who you have the most tenuous connection with. Uh, and and that's okay because I think in some of these cases these are people that you're you're vaguely curious about their lives you had a connection with these people um, and you know you just want to check in with them every so often to see what they're doing but one of the odd and uncomfortable things I've noticed on Facebook is um, when people die on Facebook and their families don't convert or do anything to the account you end up getting into very kind of squirmy situations where the deceased person's birthday comes up and people who don't know that person has died will send them birthday messages and <laughs> i'm laughing it's, obvi- it's not funny and it's obvious they don't know they've died because they'll say happy birthday bud hope things are good <laughs> and it's just you end up reading it and squirming and i find that no one really has the guts at least in the public facebook forum to kind of correct them or my hope is they send them a private message but i yeah. i kind of feel like the, right. it's it's it makes me it always makes me sad and it's uncomfortable and um yeah anyway right it has happened uh with a uh, um a person who used to work at leo burnett and who died a few years ago and um i think his family for you know i'm sure various reasons never kind of wanted to keep the the his Facebook profile up and they felt like it was a nice tribute but then once the birthday comes around it is a little bit awkward I don't want my family to disconnect my Facebook when I die because I want to keep getting the messages and view them in the afterlife and smile at people who don't know I'm dead <laughs> I'll tell you something else do on, people do on Facebook and this is going to sound mean oh, I'm sorry but I'll tell you th- things people do on Facebook when someone dies is they will talk to them on Facebook. They will say, like, if you died, they would say, Tom, I loved you and I, and I really miss you. You know, you were, you were a great friend. And I, and I think when I hear that, Tom's dead. Tom can't read this. But didn't you just say you would read them after you're dead? <sighs> you just caught Gary Doyle in an inconsistency. Yes. Yes. What is your point? Is what is your point? There, you you did that. You made me feel bad. What is your point? Well, my point is to end this pod episode on the most depressing note possible. No, you're ending this pod on a note of superiority. That's what's happening here. I get your gambit. Why? Because I gave two decent answers to your 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 questions, your 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 random questions. Uh if I die, and I say if because I'm not convinced I will, but if I die, just leave leave the note on my Facebook. Don't talk to me. Just say, Gary was a great guy and a great podcaster. I, I hope that's not my legacy, being a great podcaster. But <laughs> just, you know, talk, talk about me in the third person versus talking to me. No, I think that makes sense. I would talk to you in a way that I know the people, other than your friends, you, perhaps you're your children will still check in and read your, look at your Facebook profile every so often and see what's up there. Right. Right. I think you should give me administrative rights to your Facebook 
profile. So after after the Gary Doyle demise, uh, Why, so I can you do can, with it what I please. So you can post your random observations. That's what Tom Karaminas does on Facebook for those who aren't his Facebook friends. He is a poster of... He doesn't post very often, but he posts random observations, kind of like... Kind of like our... Kind of like so there. Kind of like <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Yes. <laughs> this is perhaps the most um, morose. Is that a good word? I I, I choose to look at it as a positive. I think our... The, Reflective. Uh, you know, the onion, the layers of the onion of so there have, have proven to be deeper than many suspected. Right? Yeah, I would agree with that. I think is further evidenced by the fact that we have reached episode 30. That's quite a milestone. 30 episodes. It mm. is a milestone. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> and until next time, this is Tom and Gary saying, So there! So there!